You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. 702. What's up, Bongani? On 072 702 It's 13 minutes before five. Now, State Security Minister Bongani Bongo is being accused of trying to bribe the evidence leader in the state capture inquiry into Eskom advocate Ntutuzelo Vanara. The Sunday Times claims that Vanara submitted an affidavit to Parliament stating that Bongo has offered him an open check to resign as evidence leader, basically trying to put the state capture inquiry into disarray. Those are very, very serious allegations. And joining us to discuss them is Director at Accountability Now, Advocate Paul Hoffman on the line from Cape Town. Uh, Advocate Hoffman, good afternoon to you and thank you for your time. Good afternoon, Bongani, and to your listeners from a nice wet Cape Town. Oh, that's uh, that's good news indeed for you, no doubt. Now, uh, this, I mean, it's, it's, it's really stating the obvious. These are very, very serious allegations against the state security minister. Yes, I do wish that before he took his oath of office, he looked at Section 96 of the Constitution. Because if he had, he would have seen that that section of the Constitution obliges him not to act in any way that is inconsistent with his new high office, that he's not allowed to use his position to um, uh, influence or benefit the the course of state affairs, and he's certainly not allowed to put himself in any situation involving a risk of conflict of interest. And it seems to me that um, assuming that Advocate Venara is telling the truth, and I have no reason to believe that he's lying, uh, new Minister Bongani Bonga has made himself guilty of criminal conduct, offering a bribe is a contravention of the Corrupt Practices Act, and it certainly violates the uh, ethics legislation that is applicable to ministers. So he's only been in the cabinet for five minutes, and already he's covered himself in uh, glory as a true henchman of the president and not a cabinet minister at all. I mean, it's not the first time he's been fingered for trying to stop this inquiry. What does he have to lose, or is he uh, being someone's useful idiot? Yes, I think it's the latter. You're quite right that um, last month he took a delegation of ANC MPs to Latuli House to, to plead with the party bosses there to call off this probe. Either he's involved in it himself in some way or other. Remember, he was uh, working in uh, human settlements as a, um, I think it was a legal officer um, in, in uh, the human settlements department in Mpumalanga. Yes, he was called head of the... Yes, I mean, that's, that's why we asked the question, because of course his star has risen, but he hasn't always had such a high profile, uh, nor was he at the centre of much decision-making around this. So the assumption then is he's being someone's useful idiot. He's protecting somebody. He's protecting somebody. He's, he, he, he has alleg- he's under investigation by the Hawks already for taking a kickback of 300,000 rand, and according to the Sunday Times... Um, they've made the allegation that a 1.5 million kickback was paid by uh, his friends in Pumalanga into his wife's bank account and was used to build them a, a, a nice house. 
and, and uh, it's, it's, it really um, is, is not what one expects in a constitutional democracy under the rule of law. It's quite extraordinary, and without being cynical, you almost want to ask the question, don't these guys know how to corrupt? I mean, it's so amateurish. Why leave such an open trail? Why do it himself? It's, it's very difficult to understand unless it is uh, desperation stakes and the, uh, the heat is really on. It may be that he is trying to curry favor because he knows that he's in trouble on the, um, the, the things that he did while he was still in Mpumalanga. And so he's, he's trying to build up a nice wad of IOUs before the axe falls there so that those that he is able to protect, protect yeah. uh, will we, we, we'll, we'll look after him in due course. That, what happens next? That's I mean, possible thought. Yeah. What, what, what happens the, next? What should the speaker well, do? The speaker, um, um, with uncharacteristic alacrity, has referred the matter to Parliament's Joint Ethics Committee. And um, uh, uh, Omi Singh, who's the co-chair of that committee, is going to have a meeting tomorrow with Advocate Vanara, who apparently uh, produced this uh, affidavit within uh, a very short space of time after the, the bribe was offered. And uh, obviously, if, if Singh is satisfied that uh, Venara is on the level, which I think he will be, then uh, the, uh, the minister is going, to, is going to find himself on the carpet in uh, the, the ethics committee um, because the, uh, the rules in relation to executive ethics have clearly been breached, as well as the criminal law. Well, I mean, these are extraordinary revelations. We'll see what comes out of it. Uh, Advocate Paul Hoffman there on the line from Cape Town, a director at Accountability Now. The idea that a cabinet minister has been fingered trying to bribe the evidence leader into that uh, state capture inquiry in Parliament is something quite extraordinary. Bongani Bongo, that's the name. Two weeks ago, you probably hadn't heard of him. Well, now you're going to hear a lot more.